How to write your best with chicken soups magic. Eight overlooked ingredients in chicken soup for the soul by Jeff Siblick. The Chicken Soup for the Soul series captures magic and emotion in their true stories. Photo by author. Formula-based writing can net over one million per year in the U.S. Yet, this is not the only reason chicken soup should stir your interest. Our society craves ladles of chicken soup for the soul. Over 20 years later, reader buy-in is still strong. This is odd because each new volume rivals the predictability of a hit Marvel movie. Readers follow their typical plot structure without complaint. Why? Look, there's a plan behind the punch. Write linear, no flashbacks. Tell a before and after conversion story. Focus on lessons learned from an author's experiences. Notice the I to we pronoun flip flop by the conclusion. Each story ends with unexpected insight. Follow this how-to guide to use chicken soup to create your best writing. Napkin in lap. Enjoy this sample. Out for the summer from college, I let go of the doorknob to my parents' house. This wasn't my home anymore. I felt uneasy for the first time on my porch. I collected myself and rang the doorbell. As I waited, I took note of the white mailbox in need of some fresh brush strokes. When the door opened, my mom let me inside. I stared at my silhouette on the slick concrete porch. I felt different as if I hadn't walked through this doorway a million times. The echo of puppy feet at a gallop whistled in my ears. I expected a wet nose at my feet and the excited pan of breath. Instead, there was silence. The ding of a collar bell sounded. A hoarse cough and crabby bark tried to drown it out. The dog wobbled from the den to the living room to see who bothered her rest. Taffy winced as I bent down to pet her. This was the last time I saw or thought about her until years later. I got a phone call from my mom. My mom's voice felt forced and weak. Jeff, Taffy's on her last legs. Can you go to the vet and say goodbye for me? I thought, geez, I'm not ready for this. But it's the least I could do. This was my mom and my family. On my drive to the vet's office, I convinced myself I was ready to watch them put my dog to sleep. Nervous, I engaged in a bout of self-talk. Everyone's counting on you, Jeff. Please remember the last time. You remember? Taffy, she was miserable. 
You'll be okay, I assured myself. You've got emotional space your brothers and parents don't have. I must have rushed into the vet's office. I remember a view from behind a table. I sensed I was in my high school science lab in the middle of a frog dissection. The tabletop, clothed in black, lie in wait for the dreaded procedure. My nose stung from the memory of flamaldehyde. Everywhere I looked felt cold, sterile, and gloomy. Yet all the items in the examination room gleamed of bright chrome. Psychologists say to deal with death, we must pass through levels to reach acceptance. I saw myself at the end stage. Who knew I was stuck in denial? My dog had a far-off look in her big brown eyes. The thin fur on her head took me back to the first day the family picked her out of a litter of puppies. Then I noticed her coat had turned light gray. Her tail, which fanned out like a outstretched bird's feathers, fell limp and lifeless. The tongue, ready to bathe me in kisses upon our reunions, had disappeared. This old dog cowered, curled up in a ball. I didn't recognize her. You can hold her paw if you want. It won't take but a second. I held the tip of her foot in my palm. With my other hand, I stroked her head as the doctor injected the sedative. My mind wandered. I went back to the age 10, a fearless young cocker spaniel dash and mix, and bolted through the grass. I marveled at how she dodged the loose spots of our backyard soil. And if she fell inside one of those huge cracks, she was a tiny, about the size of a reddish-brown rat. Her color fit her name, Taffy. My dog heaved for breath like a diesel engine strained to hum. And this distraction brought me back to the present. She was beyond sick. I knew there was a tiny amount of life left in her body. As she sank in my lap, Taffy at last seemed comforted. Our memories flooded into tears on my face. Reflections appeared like still-framed photographs. Was it love, the gaze she gave us boys as she tolerated the trendy dress for a photo in a red coca-cola shirt and sunglasses was it worry in her eyes when i saved her from my brother's idea of a tumble dry suspicion gripped me as these two teens had all of their attention focused on a clothes dryer oh how cute hear her high-pitched puppy bark as we wind the clock my mom said it next to taffy to mimic her mother's Heartbeat for her first night alone. Those fluid memories trickled down my cheeks. Photos of her red paper hearts, which read, Be mine, sat next to her curled-up body. These made ideal valentines. 
I also thought about how she jumped from bed to bed as she chose a new suitor every night. It's a taffy pool, my mom said as I tugged on the stupid green cat-shaped toy from between her teeth. Her growl grew loud and deep as she shook the toy back and forth. Funny, I forgot about the patch of white fur on her back foot. Tears streamed into more memories with Taffy's head out of the car window, her small, black, curly-haired cocker ears flopped in the breeze. Her nose ran as she leaned farther to nip at the wind. I could tell she savored the feeling of nature's breath as it whipped into her ears. I shook the milk-bone box of memories one last time. There was one treat left. Taffy, circle, circle, my brother shouted. His face popped into a surprised grin as his eyes squinted to cherish Taffy's new trick. My brother's shoulders raised as his face lit up with satisfaction. The dog's eyes tracked the bone-shaped cookie in his hand as she rounded her path. Good girl! As these images burst into my memory like heated popcorn kernels, I watched Taffy's eyes flicker. She was my puppy again. I saw her before the pain medicine had robbed her of her joy. Taffy's, Taffy's restlessness settled into the sleep in her boy's arms. Her tail wagged the last time as she sensed my touch. Then, she was gone. But I couldn't stop the tears. The old man winked. That's okay, he said. As I apologized, it means she was well-loved. Novelist Thomas Wolfe said, you can't come home again. Yet, for a second, with Taffy in my lap, I did. This is the mystery hidden in our love for our dogs. Review the story for common characteristics. Number one, linear tales. Each tale has a beginning, middle, and end. In this one above, it breaks down to the following. Reunion with a childhood dog doesn't go as expected. Mom asks son to help out put the dog to sleep. Son rediscovers earlier love for his dog in her last moments of life. Number two, emotional conversion. Each story deepens by a traceable thought pattern from the author's original emotions. He sees his old dog and feels disappointed. Son enters denial on his way to the vet. Son rediscovers love for his dog on the examination table. Number three, focus on learned experiences. The story's focus is subtle, but chicken soups stories can be blunt. 
The author doesn't say, quote, I learned, end quote, anywhere in the text. Instead, the storyteller mentioned an accepted quote about life contradicted by his experience. The moral of the story, we relive the memories of our life with our dogs. We re-experience our past dreams, sorrows, and joys. Through these memories, we revisit our homes. Number four, a subtle pronoun swing of I to we. A chicken soup for the soul narrative shifts pronouns. It changes from the first person singular to the third person singular by its conclusion. This is an I to we pronoun switch. It's a useful technique to move from plot to an author's lesson learned and other insight. The switch in the story above is almost unnoticeable. Novelist Thomas Wolfe once said, You can't come home again. Translated, the implied you is like a collective us. Yet, for a second, with taffy in my lap, I did. Such is the mystery hidden in our love for our dogs. The last sentence reveals the switch as the author uses our instead of my. Number five, unexpected insight shared. The author reveals an unseen effect of the conversion experience. This is often profound or comes with a shock. In this case, the author moves past the conversion and the lessons learned. He suggests his love for a dog gives him more than closure. He enters a mysterious experience far past what he can understand. This boy and his dog's bond overcame the effects of pain medicine and the injection. Number six, light description and dialogue add to the story's momentum. Sensory details soak into chicken soup to enhance the story. Editors avoid excessive detail and focus on the story's flow. For instance, the dog's collar has the bell. She suffers from a crabby cough, and the doctor's table is cold and dark. These details feed imaginations without an interruption of the plot's pace. Number seven, the illusion of the flashback. The cakewalk of memories in the story takes place as the owner is in the veterinarian's office. As his dog goes to sleep, reflections appear when he looks into her eyes and remembers their history. This is the way flashbacks appear in Chicken Soup for the Soul books. They fall into linear timelines. In the reflection phase of a Chicken Soup for the Soul story, readers also sense the allusion to a flashback. But notice the sensory details won't return when the readers read about the lessons learned. 8. Reader Word Count Sweet Spot The largest word count in Chicken Soup stories is 1,200 words. The psychology of this limit is in the investment of the reader. Although readers love conversion stories, these lengthy tales don't need lengthy development. Think of an effective commercial. 
Story elements of a setting, plot, conflict, and resolution enter in a matter of seconds. In print material, buildup takes more time. If there's no buildup of 1,200 words in a chicken soup story, then the reader often misses the powerful final punch. Put in the magical formula of chicken soup into your writing. Embrace a predictable writing structure. It isn't a weakness. Readers crave variety and vulnerability within a format they trust. Follow Chicken Soup's multi-purpose approach. Each created story entertains and then teaches its readers. Copy this flow of purpose when possible. Well-told stories are our greatest teachers. Make resonance your goal. Resonance is key to the chicken soup for the Soul series. Chicken soup stories reach readers through a complex interaction of this resonance. Readers remember and relate because the writer takes them into their story. As Stephen King explains, vivid, relatable descriptions tug at the reader. King calls this type of description the power of literary telepathy. Although King's not a fan of the series, Chicken Soup falls in line with the story recommendations. In his book on writing, King makes points about resonance, dialogue, and tight writing in narratives. Resonance happens when memory sparks interplay with emotional triggers in a story. Sensory descriptions knit this resonance and plot together. Dialogue creates a conversation that readers want to eavesdrop on. The goal of this back-and-forth exchange is a setup for character disclosure. Readers pine for honesty. Dialogue, if well-written, is an authentic picture of the characters in a story. This includes their vulnerability. If a story resonates through memory and triggers an emotion within readers, they say, this is so good. Readers have short attention spans, so keep resonance in the range of a reader's sweet spot. The faster you can get them invested, the more powerful the punch of a story's insight. But it may take the full 1,200 words to set up the background, plot, reflection, and punch. Anything less, you miss the desired triggered emotional response. Read 1,200 words and you're invested in enough energy into a story for enough emotional payback or payoff. The ways storytellers learned from Joseph Candler's, Campbell's mythological map, A Hero's Journey, you can learn from commercialized chicken soup stories too. These stories speak in everyone's cultural tongue. Plots can twist, but soon they must resolve in expected ways. Learn from chicken soup for the soul. How to enhance your writing. Wrap up. You can spice up your writing with the magic formula in Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Let's review.
conversion stories sell. Write first to entertain, then to teach. Stick to a set word limit. Post 2,500 words max with asterisks. Stories 1,200 words max. Make reader resonance the goal of your post or story. Follow these tips and you'll weave together powerful stories. Until next time, continue to be your top shelf you. Note, 2,500 words in a post generates the most leads according to HubSpot research.